0: What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another hour on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream, weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can catch up on the podcast or listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. And inside this segment, like we do each and every Thursday with Dorn Mayhew, one of America's and the world's top CPA, accounting, and business firms, Josh Garvey, who runs the GR office for Dorn Mayhew, joins me and Lomas Brown, the former Lion. He's on the Lion's Radio Network. Uh, Josh Garvey's son got an old-school Christmas stocking stuffer (laughs) present And boom, there is a Lomas Brown. He's got he's got the old school helmet grill. I mean, his son. And then I said, you know, Lomas, you need to sign that for Josh's son. He goes, well, it depends. You know, I begin at one fifty (laughs) ink. He didn't say that. He's a nice guy. It's cool to see that, man. You know what? We're with Royalty, Josh. You understand that, right? That's right. We are. We are. And and then there's Lomas. Lomas is with us, too. That's right. He's
1: tagging right along.
0: (laughs) You're with Royalty, Josh. And you're with Lomas Brown, the former Lion and part of the Lions radio network. Uh, You know, we're all in a good mood uh, because for a while there in Minnesota, during the course of what seemed like five different games, It looked like the Lions were in control. Then they're going to blow it. Then they're back in control. Then they're going to blow it. And they get the pick at the end to win uh, the NFC North. And Josh, I'll begin with you. You know, you're flying your Lions gear. I'm wearing my Lions hat. We're talking with Lomas. Uh, A win is a win. We've been saying that the last six weeks on this segment. But they took care of business. They won the NFC North. They have guaranteed no worse than the three seed. So they get their home home. Playoff game, first one ever in Ford Field history, and they still have a shot at the one seed. It's crazy to hear you say that. Well, watching that game watching that game Sunday, it didn't feel like this team was going to be two wins away from the one seed. You're, you're wondering if they're even going to make the playoffs because you see Seattle won, and if Minnesota wins the last two, Lions could have been shut out of the playoffs if they lost that game.
1: You're right, and you're seeing the big plays, and you're looking at the quarterback going, Mullins, what's happening here? So... Jefferson was getting some big plays downfield. They had us all nervous for a minute. Nervous is the understatement of the year, Josh. Absolutely. But a road win in the NFL, we've talked about this all year, is hard to do. And they went in there and they got another W on the road. So, Lomas, you're
0: there with Dan Miller, TJ Lang on the Lions Radio Network. Take me through what you were thinking during the course of that game in Minneapolis.
2: Yeah, you're right. The emotions were all over the place because it was one of those types of games. But you knew it was going to be that type of game because Minnesota wasn't going to give it up. They're still mathematically alive in the playoffs. Uh, they wanted to defend their champ, you know, their NFC North championship. So and they were at home, so they weren't going to give it up easy. But I think that that goes to the Lions being able, to, like you say, play different. Ways. You know, having to do different things, having to come back, having to try to defend the lead, uh, you know, having to overcome bad situations throughout the game. And that's what's going to happen. But it's going to be even more on an, an intense and also a more critical level each and every game. Because like I said before once you start getting close to playoff time, once you start preparing yourself for seeding in the playoffs, each and every play starts becoming more and more important. So you got to start concentrating in, not on series, but eventually on each and every play. And um, I think the Lions have been doing a good job of overcoming a lot of things and coming out with the win.
0: Yeah, and as Josh mentioned, uh, a road win is a road win, Uh, In the NFL, they now look ahead to the Cowboys on Saturday night in Dallas, who have been the best home team in the NFL, just dominating. And on the road, especially the last two games, uh, you're wondering what's going on. But they did play two pretty good teams in Buffalo, at Buffalo, and the same thing uh, with the Dolphins. So, Josh, I'll begin with you. Uh, Once we get through the excitement of winning the NFC North, guaranteeing, A home playoff game, the reality is there still are two games left on the schedule in Texas on Saturday. Vikings at home could mean something. So what about this matchup with the Cowboys?
1: This is a tough matchup. And we talked about this one over in Troy at the start of the season. Dallas is coming off two tough uh, games here. Uh, They had a close game against Miami, really close game where they lost at the last seconds of the game on that field goal. So Dallas at home, very tough team. We've seen it at home. They've been a machine. They, 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 they put up big points. Uh, Prescott and that receiving core is tough, especially at home. And they've played well. And it makes me a little nervous because their strength uh, defeats, <laughs> really attacks one of our weaknesses, which is our secondary. And they've got those receivers with C.D. Lamb uh, and crew and Prescott, um, They scare me a little bit. I'll be honest. They scare me at home.
0: And this game, Lomas, to me, I talked about this on the show yesterday. And Lomas Brown joining us on the huge show across Michigan each and every week, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA, accounting and business firms. Troy is their world headquarters. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, and he runs the Grand Rapids office. This game Saturday night, I know you still have a shot at the one seed. If San Francisco could lose a game and the Lions win too. But how they play the Cowboys will tell me if they're prepared to make a deep playoff run.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to tell us a lot of things um, this game coming up, um, especially against a good team like Dallas. And a lot of the things Josh says is a lot of things I watched on film. These guys are fast at home. Uh, they want to play from the, the – they want the lead. So they want to play with a the lead. Uh, they want to get that home crowd into it. So those are things – all those things I mentioned, they're going to want to try to uh, run the ball so they can throw the ball against us. All these things are what playoff teams are going to try to do to us. So, yes, you're right. This is a great measure to stick to see how our team responds in certain situations because – we are going to be in these situations, and these are going to be critical situations, like I say, as you get farther and farther in the season. So, yes, Dallas is still a team that has a lot in front of them, too. They still have, have an opportunity to win their, their division. So they want to do that, too. So it's a crucial, crucial game. And don't, don't be uh, – you know, a lot of things going to take place on the field, don't sleep on the matchup off the field between the coaches and these offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, too, going up against each other.
0: Salomas, so how do you think they will respond uh, on Saturday? Like I said, the Cowboys have been destroying everybody uh, at home. Uh, what's your forecast on what you've seen from the Lions going back to Minneapolis? How they match up against the Cowboys? Uh, how will that game shake out in Big D?
2: Yeah, this may be more more me speaking with my heart more so than anything else. Um, I just think if Dallas gets the ball first, they win the coin toss, and if they're able to go down and score against us right away or go down and put up seven points on us and get the lead – it's going to make it tough the rest of that game on us. I just think if we get the the coin toss and we're able to go down and do the opposite – or even if we don't score, if we're able to stop Dallas on their first possession, I think that'll go a long ways towards calming us down, getting us in the groove of the game, just little things like that that you kind of need to happen. But I'm not going to – like I said, I'm not going to pick against the Lions the rest of the season. I'm just not. And I know early I think I had that as a loss when we picked preseason. I think I had Dallas as a loss. But these guys are showing me – so much,
0: and how they respond back, I'm just not going to go against them. So Josh, uh, uh, Lomas uh, basically took the fifth here in the court of uh, Lions predictions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, at the end of of our conversation, I guess I'm not going to ask Lomas, who do you like Saturday night? (laughs) I'm going with the Lions. Yeah, because you have nothing to lose based on the way Dallas has played at home. Uh, The matchup uh, with the Cowboys, they. Ferocious pass rush. Uh, they have receivers that can go deep, that are quick. Uh, they're secondary strong. Um, Lions are a six-and-a-half-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. Uh, it's tough for me to pick the Lions based on the Cowboys not losing, but like Loma said, it, I don't want to pick against them right now because we're getting to the playoffs, and there's such a good vibe off of winning the NFC North. Why? Why do you like the Lions in any way, shape, or form to win on Saturday night? What is it that you say this could be the difference on how, as an underdog, they go beat the Cowboys and stay alive
1: for the one seed in the NFC? I'll be honest. I put this as a loss early on in the preseason. We all
0: did. In my 14-3 prediction, I think I had at Baltimore – at the Cowboys, and by the way, Baltimore looks like the best team in the NFL right now. So that loss after what they did to the San Francisco, you know, Lions are still in that you know top seven, top eight group in the NFL, if not a little bit higher, closer to five or six. But um, yeah, I mean, I th- those were my two losses. I I wasn't sold on Kansas City uh, being a W, and they got a shot to finish thirteen and four. So why do you like them to?
1: What would, what would be the thing that needs to happen for the Lions to upset the Cowboys? I think going back to Lomas's comment here, I think Lomas is right. If, if Dallas comes out and controls possession, coin toss, possession one of the game, and they come down and score, that crowd and that momentum is going to shift all in their favor. And I think it'll be hard to come back from that. Reverse that if we get the ball first and we come down and we score a touchdown and really – put our flag in the ground. I think that we'll have a great chance. Uh, turnovers, uh, we have to limit those. Um, Montgomery and Gibbs have got to get the ball and do their thing. Um, you've got to see golf take care of the ball. Uh, last week he did that with Minnesota on the road. No picks. Uh, we have to limit the turnovers. And when there's red zone opportunities, you better score touchdowns at Dallas. No field goals. You better score touchdowns. So... Um, that that's where that's where my my gut is huge um I'll be honest I think the momentum goes with I think Dallas wins the game sorry Alomas but I think Dallas wins the game. Loma said
0: he's not calling you about getting the autograph for it. <laughs> Your kid's Lomas Brown old school
1: Fleer card. I guess our lunch meetings are over too. <laughs> but, uh, um, he I said just, he's
0: busy now. He'll call you after the first of the year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love the Lions. I love what I see. Obviously my heart and soul into the Detroit Lions. Uh, but the NFC East is still hanging out there for Dallas. They're playing for that chip. They're coming off that tough loss at Miami. They're going home or they've been a machine all year. Our secondary is our weak point. Their receivers are their strong point. I just, I think Dallas is going to get the win. Uh, sorry to say, but okay. I think Dallas gets the win at home.
0: Well, and by the way, I want to congratulate Josh Garvey <laughs> uh, in the Grand Rapids accounting. A uh, theater group. Uh, he played Grinch in three shows.
1: <laughs> the Grinch who stole
0: the lion's victory. It's a wonderful sports family type play, and it's pretty good. Like his kid has a Lomas Brown, uh, you know, stocking stuffer card, and uh, Josh playing the Grinch takes Lomas's card and said, "You're not getting it back." <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's well worth the buck fifty admission fee.
1: I it would is. recommend it for I'll anybody. get you guys in for free.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. Get us on the VIP
1: list. <laughs> You're on the VIP list.
0: <laughs> uh, Lomas, away from what happened Saturday night, they are guaranteed at least that three seed in the NFC, the home playoff game. I think this playoff game will will be a time, just like the Cowboys game is Saturday night, for the Lions to show that the past is really behind them, that this isn't just a fluke year where they got lucky that they're ready to go next level. Now I I look at that home playoff game and find that to be a very important crossroads moment for the Lions, this new-look Lions.
2: Remember, you go back, we said one of my things was win our division, check, we'll get a home playoff game, check, and win that playoff game, check. So that's what we got to check off. So you're right. You got to win that game. You can't host the playoff game and not win that game. You know, just, it just it, to me, it'll throw a damper on the season, even though you've done a lot more than I think people expect it. But I just think that it's so important to win a home playoff game for these uh the crowd, for the fans. Um and, and yeah, and they've set they themselves up to host the game, so you might as well win the game. So that's how I'm looking at it. So yes, it is important for them to come out with a victory um when they host the playoff game.
0: Lomas Brown, former Lion, part of the Lions Radio Network. Lions had the Cowboys on Saturday night, Lions a six-and-a-half-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office, joins us each and every Thursday with Lomas. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can always drop it at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All right, uh, Lions MVP with two games remaining, winning the NFC North. One One name. Who would it be for you, Josh Garvey?
1: Alex Anzalone. Really? Uh
0: huh. Wow. I think on the defensive side. No, it has to be. Uh, um, we're talking team MVP, not just defense. I'm full talking team MVP. Oh, full team. Sorry, I thought we were yeah. talking
1: one side of the ball. No, no, side. no. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Sam Laporta. Um, showing up every week, the blocks. He he clearly gets the playbook because the, the golf comes out of that huddle and he knows exactly where he has to be every time. The blocks, the receptions, the rookie uh, coming in, the number of touchdowns he's had. My overall team MVP would go to Laporta uh, to 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 say that he's one of the best tight ends in the NFL as his rookie year is a factual statement and that's we haven't seen that in a long time in this league. So he's my MVP of the year. Yeah, the thing is, I, I could almost go that recruiting class from last spring
0: because of the impact of J-Mo lately, Laporte all season long. You can see the maturation of Gibbs right now and the confidence he's getting on hitting holes, speed, understanding that his wheels are a factor uh, where he can beat any NFL defender. But if I had to pick one, one person the entire season, Man, hey, you know, I I'd like to say the offensive line as a group because when they're there, the Lions are a different football team. When at, when at least 4 of the 5 are there, they they can control tempo with Montgomery, the emergence of Gibbs, uh the play action of LaPorta, it's all predicated by the O-line. I want to say golf because if you look at his numbers, they are really good right now and I think there's always this... And the announcers were talking about this, Lomas. There's always this knock against Goff that he could be better. We keep saying that. And, and the Rams said it. I mean, the, the the Rams doubted him and went out and traded him to the Lions for Stafford. And that worked out well for both sides. I'm probably going to go with Goff. Because without Goff, uh, they're at best a 500 team. Lomas, who's your Lions team MVP with two games remaining?
2: <laughs> wow. So... Josh took my first one because I agree Sam Laporta would be my first vote. You took my second vote (laughs) because I agree with you. uh, Jared Goff would be. So I'm going with uh, Amara St. Brown. I mean, because again, the numbers he's put up, he's putting up historical numbers. He is the safety blanket for uh, Jared Goff. Uh, You could tell how this also operates with and without him. He does so many things. He's put in so many different positions. They have to do that because of how good he is. Uh, you just have to keep the defense guessing to where he is, almost kind of how uh, Matthew Stafford used Cooper um uh, when they went and won the Super Bowl. It's kind of the same way we're kind of using Amon Ross. So, but I agree with you guys. I would Sam would be number one. Jared would be number two. And then uh, for me, I would be number three.
1: I want to add one last thing, Lomas, and I think you'll agree with me here too. MVP non-player. When you look at coach Dan Campbell for a second and what he's yeah. been through in Detroit and he's up for coach of the year, this guy keeps it together. The leadership of that locker room. I listen to those post game, in locker room discussions, very motivating, and so we got to give him a little bit of a of a second. Well, you can go to Brad to Holmes
0: as executive of the year, Dan Campbell, be oh, yeah. coach of the year. I uh, you look at rookie of the year is it's, it's going to be C.J. Stroud, but the next uh, name on that list is Laporta, and you start to think about the off and, and I go to Holmes, and I, I agree with Campbell. I Ben Johnson's play calling has been kind of iffy up and down the last four or five games, maybe overthinking it. But, you know, pressure. They had pressure Sunday, Lomas. You know, this team hasn't had a lot of pressure games, and they had one Sunday, maybe had one at Chicago, where they got to learn where you got to go out and you got to get a win. This is good for the Lions.
2: Yeah, and I think the hardest thing is – You don't have a lot of guys in that locker room that's been down this road, but you do have probably your most important guy that's been down this road, which is Jared Goff. He's actually been to a Super Bowl. He knows how to get to a Super Bowl, so he knows how to navigate these next few weeks, which will help. Like I say, they have to keep getting that locker room full of guys that have, what I say, wounds from being in the playoffs and uh, from going through uh, tough games and positioning yourself to get in the playoffs. But we're a young team. We're a young team with a wide-open window. And like you guys say, we'll we'll have some conference uh, players of the year's um, you know, we'll have some offensive, some NFC offensive players of the years. You know, we'll have some of those guys. And I do think Dan Campbell, either him or Demiko Ryan, I think, are the two frontrunners for Coach of the Year. And you have to give Brad Holmes the Zeke of the Year. I mean, they've done a great job. And if there's owner of the year, give it to Sheila him because she's been awesome with what she's done and allowed these guys to do, too.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And you look at Holmes and how that draft changed the future for the Lions. Laporta, Gibbs, uh, you know, look at that. Uh, I mean, it's just throwing Campbell at linebacker. I still would like to see him better in pass coverage. But, man, he's tough against a run. You look at the offensive weapons that – Brad has given Dan, and you you start to think about you know St. Brown and Laporta and Raymond and Reynolds and Jamo and Gibbs and Montgomery, and with Golf with that line when healthy, even Glasgow's playing well, filling in. I I just uh, it's it's a wonderful job in less than three years, right?
2: Great job, yeah, not great,
0: great I, wonderful is an understatement. It really is. It would be no beyond belief almost.
2: Oh, it is. It really is. You don't see that happen that much that often. You really don't. And like you say, he's been hitting on these guys and it's almost even the other guys that you throw in. Guys that were released from teams that he bought in, free agent guys that he's bought in, late round guys. All everybody's contributing right now. And that's a testimony to the type of people and the type of personalities that him, Spielman. Uh, Ray Agnew, all the rest of those guys up there, what the type of guy Mike Dizner, all the type of guys they want to bring in this year.
0: Amen. Lomas Brown, part of the Lions Radio Network. Living Lions legend joins us every Thursday, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of America's top accounting, business, and CPA firm's Headquartered in Troy, Michigan, Josh Garvey oversees their Grand Rapids office, managing shareholder uh, in West Michigan. Uh, Lomas, enjoy that trip uh, to Dallas. Hope the Lions come back with a W and could play Minnesota in the regular season finale in the hunt for the one seed. And Josh Garvey, uh, happy new year to the both of you. And let's hope the Lions get a W. You too, huge. Happy new year. Lomas, happy new year.
2: Thank you, Josh. You you guys have a great new year.
0: Each and every week, Lomas Brown with Josh Garvey. We Talk Lions, NFC North in the NFL, presented by Dorn Mayhew.